0: What's up there, kids, coaches, parents, everybody else, dogs, uh, other family members? Thanks for watching Snap Tackle Pod. I'm back, McShafer, KSHB 41. Dion Clisow is back of uh, Preps KC as we take a look at what the final regular season week in both Kansas and Missouri. Dion, here we are. We're here.
1: We are here, and uh, you know it's it's one of those things that seems like it happens fast. It does happen fast, and. Um, we had a lot of great games last week kind of leading into this week, and we've got some just fantastic, you know, games that really affect where teams are going to play next week as well, decide conferences. Uh, so it really – the last couple of weeks have really been pretty good, uh, yeah. and this week's going to be another good week.
0: Uh, yes. Thank goodness last week and this week will be good because there will be stinker games for the most part uh, the week <laughs> after that. First yes. round of the playoffs, Let's talk about that. Especially on day. the Kansas
1: side. There are I, – I was looking at the brackets and trying to look ahead to where – I might find a big three game or a competitive game and
0: it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. You gotta find the, Even those find eight, eight, nine nine nines, games, a lot of times yeah. they don't yeah. pit kind of the middle of the pack against each other. A lot of times it's a really good team against a bad team because they played, you know, different schedules and yes. they're not weighted at all. It's all it's all schedule based. Yes, yeah, so
1: You know, you know, if you're you know, you're you're sitting there at eight or nine or ten and you're thinking, well, we'll get a seven, and then that seven ends up being like Saint James. Yeah, You know, who's who's back on, you know, beating people bad defending state. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) two-time defending state champion. So, yeah, it's not anything that uh, I'm not a fan of the 116, not that Missouri doesn't have their flaws, too. And they're showing them well this year um, in terms of their district seedings. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, the 116 thing is I I hope that maybe that changes somewhere along the line. But I don't know if it will.
0: Yeah, I, I, I hear you loud and clear. All right. Let's look back on last week. Olathe North and Mill Valley, that was the big game, and it turned into a classic game and a wild uh, fourth quarter uh, in this one. I'll, I'll, I'll get your thoughts on it. I was, of course, there and tell every play of the game. Uh, but Olathe North comes back with two pick sixes in the final seven minutes of the game uh, to turn a uh, two-score deficit into a 20-16 to 16 win. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, that was a little stunning. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, a situation where there's some tip balls that, that found the hands of Olathe North, but, you know, hats off to them. They ran They're they making a
0: habit of that, though. I think that's the third or fourth game where they've had, I think it's usually a Parrish brother involved in all of this. Yes. Uh, I think third or fourth game where they've had a pick six in the fourth quarter.
1: They did against Shawnee Mission Northwest early. I know that. I watched that game. Um, they, and that, they did against Gardner as well. The, here's, here's the thing. As unlucky as Mill Valley fans probably feeling like, oh, we had that game. The same time olathan horse defense was in position to make plays happen and that's you know that's kind of one of those things that, that it takes two to tango on that i mean mm-hmm. unless you're just chucking the ball into the chest of somebody on a flat route you know that kind of thing it's uh it is a two to tango and olathan horse defense which has been fantastic all season long uh the only team has put up points on him has pretty much been shot at mission northwest and mm-hmm. we'll get to that guy and, and that team here in a little bit but uh no it uh it was a great game and uh, you know, Mill Valley has a loss now and, and it seems like once they get that loss, they're usually pretty good after. It.
0: Yeah. They won eight straight last year after getting a loss in, uh, in week five, uh, losing it, uh, this week to, uh, O'Lake, the North we'll talk about kind of maybe the ramifications in five a and six a, as far as districts go and seeding for the playoffs here a little bit later on. The other big game, uh, pitting undefeated teams was on the Missouri side last week, center and pleasant Hill and center, uh, Center stated their case, right? That they are, they are the uh the, the best team in that league, the best team probably on that side uh in you that know, class. Uh, I'd say it's Missouri, them. maybe maybe overall here. Who knows? Yeah,
1: it's them and Carney and, and and Smithville in class four. And we've got no we've got nothing cross-comparative to, to say. So I'm gonna put those three together. Carney's also undefeated. They got a, a good win last week. Smithville went to Pittsburgh and got a win, and Smithville's only loss is a, a a like a one-score game to Kearney. So Center looked very impressive. Um, and Pleasant Hill is a really good team. That's a good football team. That's a team that could go as deep as the semis or maybe even deeper in Class 3. And of course, St. Pius and, and, and Maryville and Smithville, or Savannah, those teams up north, will have something to say about that and the teams in their district. But they came out, the first play of the game, they or the first series of the game, three and out at Pleasant Hill. They muffed the punt, so Pleasant Hill gets it deep in their own end and they score, so center's down 7 nothing, and then it was on. First play from scrimmage. Uh, Joseph Vick hits a long one right out the box and Mm -hmm. they they score there. And then, uh, Ja'Cory Love was as impressive as anybody, you know, you you talk about Maliko Ades and guys like that. Ja'Cory Love is as good as anybody in the Metro and get five touchdowns in that game this year, 20, Uh, 20 some. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was fantastic. And you know, hats off to Pleasant Hill. They scored 27 on him. Uh, you know, they hung around a little bit, but it was 53, 27. I mean, the game starts at about 45 for center. Uh, Mm. You know, we all we all know about Vic and and Love and even Armand Russell. Um, the, I think it's DeAndre as a kid that you know, kind of their skill guys. The thing that impressed me the most watching that game was their overall team speed, in terms of defense and and, and flying to the ball. And uh, Coach Hamilton from Pleasant Hill, we were emailing back and forth, and I said, "Hey, I a tough loss." I said, "They're pretty good." He goes, "Yeah, they're a lot faster than they looked on film." He goes, "We thought we." knew their speed until they got out there. He's like, they're really good. And, and that's the kind of the funny thing about that is that those are two coaching staffs that really like each other, um, like competing against each other. The, the coach and head coaches are, are friends. And, um, there's a great thing that spectrum did this. They've been doing the last few weeks is if, if a coach will let them, uh, they're miking up a coach and then putting together it's a little so package. so good. Right. Well, uh, it's, it's, a, it's I am just a sitting
0: said, and then they had, uh, they had, uh, coached along this week.
1: They coached along this week. And, what it is is I'm jealous is I don't have one time and two the skill to put together, uh, you know, and the footage to put together those kind of things. I'd love to do that every week and have that on our site and hats off to Sean Belden and those guys over that spectrum to do that. Uh, and, and, you know, Brian, the long coach long is, you know, he, he, uh, he likes to play the kind of country boy like that, but he's a, he's a pretty sharp dude. And and you can see it when he's talking to his kids and how he motivates his kids and, and how he does things. And, and it was really fun to watch. It was, it was, it was, if, if you love football, that's a three-minute video. You need to go on Spectrum, go on their Twitter yeah, and, and watch really that. It, it really gave it, uh, an insight to them. And I think that uh, they're easy to root for in, in terms of what they do. And and that's a, that's a good football team. That's a really good football team.
0: <laughs> well, he is country, right? Shout out he Russell. He country. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, he and Joel Appleby at uh, Mill Valley played high school football together. And so both yeah. having success in the Kansas City area. Yeah, no, they, uh, uh, I think DeLong was, I think DeLong was in a town that
1: played eight man, and then he moved to where Joel went to school. And I, I can't remember where they, they graduated from. They, they told me both before. Um, it's down around Wichita, I think. And, uh, Joel was the quarterback, homecoming king, all the whole deals, but DeLong told me he was like, he was, he was the guy.
0: Right. They were, <laughs> they were Russell, but yeah, DeLong moved yeah. from uh, another town.
1: Yeah. DeLong moved from like eight man town, and then they, they, they went to Russell, and, um, and DeLong was on the offensive line. So yeah, no, it's, uh, I don't know what they had in the water there at Russell, Kansas. Because uh, did Martin go to Russell? Brandon Martin, or uh, the Derby coach? No, he was uh,
0: Valley Center. Valley Center. Okay. Yeah, so Brandon then, Clark. Yeah. Brandon Clark. Yeah, that's was saying.
1: Yeah. So no, there's some good coaches coming out of that
0: <laughs> that area of the state, no doubt. So. Yeah. No, absolutely all right uh, another big one last week mid buck and east buck i guess a big one amongst smaller teams rivalry game mid buck was undefeated east buck the defending champs east buck looked like the defending champs
1: well and, and you know mid began hung with him for a half and when we talked with coach fritz last week kind of previewing that game when he came on the radio show you know he told us he said look he goes he goes we're not the team we were a few years ago when they were just you know hanging 50 on everybody he goes he goes we've got to have the 10 12 13 play drives He goes, we're we're much more, you know, not nothing against his team. He said, you know, they'd won, you know, they'd won seven games going to that. Uh, he said, we're just not as dynamic as they are. And he goes, we've got to, we've got to do things to keep them, them off the field. And then they did in the first half. They were, they were up 12 7 at one point. And then it was 14 12 at the half. Second half, they did not keep Trevor Klein. <laughs> that <Yeah>. offensive check. <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, East Buchanan really hit there. And that's what you see. What East Buchanan has is yes, they've got really good players at tailback Trevor Klein is as good as anybody. Quarterback does a really good job. They got good receivers. They have 60 kids plus in class one in Missouri. I yeah. can go find you three or four class four teams that are good that don't have that many kids right. out for football. So it, it's uh, it's a, you know, you see that, you see the second half where they just kind of explode on a team. You know, a team will play them close for a half and then they explode on the second half.
0: Yeah. All right, let's get to it. Uh, as we mentioned, it's gonna be the last. Week of regular season football in Kansas and Missouri, which means district kind of positionings here, yes. uh, both in Kansas and Missouri. So on the Missouri side here, is Lisa North going to be able to jump Nixa in class six, District three? Because right now uh, the Broncos are in second place. Same record as Nixa, right? They both have taken a loss, but there's like point, point I, one seven, zero. I don't know, whatever yeah. uh, away is Lisa North. Okay, let's play this game. Lee Summit North
1: has one loss. Nixa has a loss. They got it last week in overtime. Nixa lost to a three and five Class Five Republic team. Yeah, Lee Summit North lost by ten with a touchdown late. By or they scored a touchdown late. They lost by ten to some team named Liberty North. Let's let Liberty
0: North play Republic and see what happens. Well, and then also, what what about the other side? About the wins too. I can't imagine Nixa has the pelts of, you know, a Blue Valley Northwest, the, a Ray Peck, a Liberty, a L- Lee Summit West, and, and schools like that. The issue that the point system in Missouri has in Class 6 is y-
1: you can fatten up on Class 5 teams, and there's nothing that the schedule, that the point system can ding you for. Really? So you you don't get dinged for playing down. So there's a lot of Class 5 teams on that. And not that Class 5 teams are, you know, look, Grand Valley beat Blue Springs South. And those are both two very good football teams. It just, in this situation, and maybe it's just because it's in our area, maybe it happens in districts all the time and I'm not paying attention. This one just looks like, oh my, you know, and Nix is a good football team, but I'm just like, that's why I tell people, I'm like, okay, let's take the teams that beat them and let them play. If Liberty North wanted to play Republic, they would hang 70 points on them if they, mm-hmm. if they just kept the pedal down the entire time. 70. I mean, I don't think Knicks comes within two touchdowns of Liberty North. I don't think they come in with two touchdowns of Lee Summit North, probably, Mm -hmm. but, you know, if Lee Summit North has to get on a bus and drive to frickin' Nixa, maybe that slices that in half when they should be hosting all the way through their districts. Now, on the flip side, let's look at something else. Currently in Class 2, I think District 7, It's six. I think it's 7 or 8, Richmond is the one seed by several points. Lafayette County is the two seed. Now, luckily, Lafayette County beat Richmond. That's their only loss. So, Lafayette County sitting at two is in effect sitting at one because they'll get the bump yes. because they beat them. But Lafayette County didn't play anybody outside of, I think class, they played a class three team in Summit Christian. So, they get a little bit of a bump out of that. Richmond, like Van Horn, good football team, class four. Marshall, bad football team, class four. So, they get all these bonus points. So, if Lafayette County would not have beaten them, Or somehow fell behind. Maybe if there was a Macon team or somebody else out there who played up and we're sitting in third, even though Lafayette County had beaten Richmond, they would and it were undefeated would not be the number one seed. And I think Lafayette County is good enough to to win a state championship, possibly, Mm -hmm. you know. So there are flaws. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what you do about class six, Uh, you know, the play down thing. Um, You know, they get decided on the field, but. Home field means something sometimes. Not always in high school football. Good teams go on the road and win all the time. That's not a, that's not an issue. But you know, if you're if you're Lee Summit North, the three hour bus ride to Nixa doesn't really sound like a, a good thing. But you know, if, if you have to do it, you have to do it. So it is what it is. But I I just don't understand. I there's not the same comp. Nixa does not play the same competition, and it's not it's not even close.
0: Yeah. So Lee Summit North, are am I hearing here that you don't think they'll be? Able I think to they can't. Even I think the they can. Nine here. They're playing Park.
1: Park and, Hill, and this yeah. is my. They're playing Park Hill. They've got a plus thirteen. Uh, the Park Hill and Ozark have the same records. That's who Nick's is playing. They're both Class Six. Not that that matters. Nick uh, Ozark's point number is twenty-one, which means leads me to believe their strength of schedule is a little lower than Park Hill, who's sitting at twenty-four. So there may be just enough of a kiss if Lee Summit North gets a plus thirteen, because I'm pretty sure Nick's a plus thirteen. Ozark, uh, uh, 0.12
0: points away. Yes. From-
1: yes. So there might be enough of a kiss with Park Hill's strength of schedule. Interesting. Maybe. I don't know. I You know, I'd love to sit here and tell you I would have time to sit there and do the points, you know, for every school yeah. in the Metro, all 80 of them on the Missouri side that I cover. But I don't. So I just have to rely on why that is. I mean, I'm not like the, say, Carney fan who emailed me after week one that the points were wrong, that I'd gotten off of Misha. And- <laughs> You know, and I'm like, I don't figure points at home, guys. I don't do it, you know. I didn't I don't have time to do that. Uh so yeah, it's one of those it's one of those things that like both sides have flawed systems. Unfortunately, I don't really see either side working to fix those flaws. Right. I think they're just kind of like, this is what we got right now, and they're just going. With it. They're more fixing where teams slide in in terms of clock They're more worried about that than they are postseason seating. I'd I'd love to see seating, you know. I'd almost I'd almost I'm a, I'm kind of getting done with the every team makes the playoffs thing. Um because we're seeing games that shouldn't be played. Yeah. uh you know, over and over. Not as much in class six and in and even class five in Missouri, but uh I think I think in some of those situations you could take the bottom two teams out of some of the you know, if you have eighteen districts, you could take sure. those bottom two teams and play each other the last week of the season and let the rest go on with yeah. their business.
0: Yeah. I'm right, moving on here. Oak Park and Fort Osage battle in Class Five, District Eight, they are playing each other. But they're one-two. How's that? Uh, how's how's that district going to shake out?
1: Uh, winner gets winner gets the top seed. That's a, Those are easy. That's when they're great when they're sitting one-two and they're playing each other. So oh, they are uh, playing each other. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Oak, Oak Park Fort Osage are playing each other. It's one of our Remax Big Three games. Uh, nice. Green Valley Raytown playing each other. Remax Big Three game. Very easy. Uh, it's the other
0: Class Five there. Okay, good.
1: Yes, it's easy in Class Five. Class six, the other Remax Big Three game, we could hit them all at the same time. Uh, is Blue Spring South and Liberty? Uh, decent possibility depends on who wins that game. That they will just play each other again next week. I think if Liberty wins, there's a good possibility that's Blue Spring South at Liberty next week again. If Blue Spring South wins, it's probably Blue Spring South hosting Liberty. Now, if Staley were to lose to North Kansas City, that could, you know, scramble things up a little. But we'll see. Uh, if st- that Blue Spring South would need to. You know, jump them or Liberty would need to jump them. Liberty can't jump them because Staley beat them. So it, mm-hmm. it's a that that's a little more entangled, but the you will start with Ford Sage and Oak Park where we started before. Great game. Two teams playing really good football. Oak Park has bounced back from that loss to Lee them. They beat North Kansas City. Uh a Ford Sage team that did not look good early. They were two and two. Uh really like to put the ball on the ground and throw the ball away and make mistakes. They're getting better. Uh their defense is really good. They really established a run game. Um and, and they they played really good football the last four weeks. Uh, that's that's just gonna be a, a knockdown drag out fight because both those teams wanna play defense and 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 run the ball and and are, are two pretty talented teams.
0: Yep. Over on the Kansas side, Kansas class six A East District. Olay the North's gonna be the one seed, but three teams vying for that second yeah. seed, Gardner Edgerton, I like the South, I like the West, all of the Sunflower. Who's the best team? Who's gonna who's gonna win it? Uh, win that number two seed out of uh, out of that I'll district.
1: I'll tell you, Gardner and Olathe South are playing really well, but quietly, Olathe West has put together a good run. They they they
0: they'll, they'll get down, they'll come back, and they'll win yes. games. I think they're two and two at one point, maybe even yeah, you know, two and they three. Could, or, uh, yeah, uh, where they wanted to at two one point, and then yeah, I, come back to have a five and two record here.
1: Yes, they've done. They played really well. Uh All three of those teams are good. I think. I don't think that there's any any spot where you go. There's no, I mean, the Lakers is really good, but they're not so good that you're like, oh, I want to be on the other side of the bracket of them, you know. So that that whole six A thing is going to be who's playing who, who's playing, you know, st- matchup of styles, who's playing well at the right time. You still got Blue Valley mm-hmm. Northwest out there, Blue Valley West, uh, you know, those. I mean, those teams are all in a in a mix there. There's a Shawnee Mission North team that got off to a hot start, uh, the, but then as their as their schedule got tougher. Uh, they've been, yeah, you know, they're a team you don't want to play because they play, they run flexible like, like Gardner mm-hmm. and they're, you know, they're tough to deal with. So that whole 6A bracket
0: looks great. I mean, well, I just, and look, uh, uh, Olathe South plays Gardner Edgerton. So, yes. so that game will decide itself. And then you have Olathe West taking on shiny mission South. Uh, so Olathe West, you would think would win yeah. that game. And so it's probably going to come down to points between the uh, winner of Gardner and Olathe South and Olathe West to see who is that two or that three seed. It really maybe won't matter. Um, in, in the end, but uh, but uh, a lot of a lot of parity it seems like on the six A side.
1: Yeah, no, it's fun. It's got, it and we really even mentioned like Blue
0: Eye Northwest and Blue yeah. Eye West, who are definitely probably going to be in the mix there too.
1: Yeah, and that's our our talk Remax Big Three game on the Kansas side. You got Bishop Manage and Blue Eye Northwest. You know the Kansas side, while everybody's playing, you know, for district seeding, head to head on the Missouri side, Kansas side, we've got a lot of you know five versus four and five, you know four versus six games where it doesn't hurt. You know, it doesn't hurt you head to head. But you want to get those wins in Miege and Blue Valley Northwest, you know, a team that won a title last year and a team that probably could win a title this year in Bishop Miege, and who knows Blue Valley Northwest when they get? I mean, they're as good as anybody. I mean, it's wide open. There's nobody on the you know Derby Manhattan looks good, um, but you know Derby's over there, but Derby's not an infallible. Um, how about derby, a Lawrence Free State is going to team be better. if
0: they play Manhattan, they'll be better than the first time. How about a Lawrence Free State team that's quietly, yeah. Jumped up, and they you know they got a win over Lawrence last week, so yeah, they did, and and Lawrence is capable uh, as well. They'll yes, the west side Gardner is now on the east back. On yes, the east they came side back here, when, good, when they should be. I think. When,
1: I think the team that nobody really talks about over the on the west side is probably Wichita Northwest. I think that's a team that yes
0: you got to keep an eye on too. Yep. So they've been a five A power for years. Now they're up there in six A and still winning yes. tons of games. Yeah. Um, and quickly here in four A, we we talked about it. Uh, uh, Saint James, Saint Thomas Aquinas, and Bishop Miege. Are all just scattered throughout that bracket. Yes. Right now they're at four, seven, and nine, I think would be would be their seeds just 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 scattered there. And yes. maybe they catch each other early in rounds. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're all quarterfinal teams or whatever. But uh that's gonna be that's a that's a minefield if you're another uh, uh another good four A team. Well let's stick in four A and talk about our next remix big three game. Spring Hill, who's in five A,
1: um, playing baser Linwood. Or no, playing Lewisburg, who's in four. Lewisburg. Lewisburg's got the one loss.
0: Lewisburg's uh, had a great season.
1: Had a great season. Uh, I think they're sitting – are they sitting in the two seed right now?
0: or three They seven? are uh, – uh, I think three. Sorry, they were the fifth. Because there fifth are seed. two 7-0 teams, Atchison and Chanute. Chinook. Chanute's on the east side. you got to remember about the uh, Chanute kids, and they've won every game by uh, 13 or more. So, well, and Atchison's – yeah, Atchison's play. played real well.
1: Um, and so – Uh Lewisburg's a really good team, but Spring Hill can compete with anybody. Um, and they're and they could they could rise up as high as five (laughs) in five A with a game, and or falls low as like nine or ten. So that's those two teams are very motivated for Lewisburg. One hold their spot and maybe move up depending on what things happen. Then our other Remax big three game, you got DeSoto and Baser Linwood. DeSoto hanging on to that two, breathing down the neck of Mill Valley for the one. And baser is sitting there probably at six, I think, um, Mm -hmm. with the one loss. They're looking like they could move up and and you know try and get some plus they don't have as many plus points. They played a few more closer games. And it's for the United Kansas conference title. So that's definitely one that both those teams want and everybody's gonna keep an eye on. That's what we we've, we've got some really good games on both sides of the state line this week.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah, and over over in 5A, like we talked about, it's gonna be a battle of of the DeSoto there. And uh as Mill Valley plays Shining mission east. And then uh you mentioned it DeSoto takes on Baser Linwood right yeah. now, like one point. Separates uh DeSoto and uh and Mill Valley who have had just some battles. If you think about the last three years, Mill Valley's won state all three times, but two of those games they're probably the two most competitive games, yeah, most competitive games have been at DeSoto in one score games that have gone down to the final play.
1: Well, at least it looks like this year, if the things you know go the way that I think they will, they'll probably be
0: at Mill Valley for <laughs> so- if yeah, Mill and it might be semifinals this time the, now that it's you know yeah.
1: Aquinas has been your semifinal opponent, but uh, it looks like maybe DeSoto. But there's some of the teams out there that
0: are going to have a say about that in five. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did we get all the Remax Big 3 games here? We did get all the Remax Big 3 games.
1: Uh, you want to talk a little Simone before we, before we cut yeah, out? Yeah,
0: before we get out of here, let's uh, let's chat Simone. Who's who's your leader in the clubhouse? Uh,
1: Malik Oatis.
0: Really? When you put up 400 a week, it, uh, it'll move
1: you up the charts pretty quick. What about the win-loss, though? Well, let's put it this way. The game they won last week against Shawnee Mission East, he had to play Wildcat quarterback because their quarterback was hurting. He had 39 carries, for 406 yards, and three touchdowns. Wow. <laughs>
0: so
1: they put the ball in the hands of their best player, and he, you know, led them to a victory. I, I think that says a lot about
0: – Well, the three and four, or three yeah. and four, They play all late to East, you'd probably favor them in that game. If They get yes. four and four, and then get in the 6A playoffs. I think they're one of those teams that's part of that parity, and – could just, you know, win a well, couple games, make a run in the 6A playoffs.
1: You talk about the Olathe North defense. We want to talk about how good it is. They gave up 30-something to Shawnee Mission Northwest,
0: and he had a big the game He had a big game against them. The team has been Mill Valley at 25 yards rushing against Mill Valley. Yes.
1: So he's had one down game, but other than that, he's been fine. You know, Sam Van Dyne. He's and, made up and,
0: for it, though, with a couple 400-yard performances. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, mean, I mean, he he goes average and, goes hey, out 400 plus – 25 is still is still over yeah. 200 yards in those two yeah games.
1: he's averaging 200 yards a game and and you know he could have a good a big game this week as well especially if they're running wildcat um you know they basically ran three plays and, and china mishnish couldn't stop him uh you look at uh, Sam Van Dyne, you look at uh grant stubblefield those are guys to talk about uh you know that stubblefield
0: has been hurt by maybe not having as many wins as we thought blue Valley yeah would have at this point
1: yeah that's kind of and 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 plus uh, you know teams are really keen on him too and he plays in a pretty tough league. So those are, those are the guys to keep an eye on there. Um, you know, at least seven North they're, they're kind of offensively, they play two quarterbacks. They have three running backs. So they don't necessarily have that one guy that would do it unless you want to look at like a Caden green. If you want to talk about an offensive lineman winning, uh, Caden green is a guy to look at. Um, you know, Ray Peck's got a couple of receivers, uh, who, who've done really well. So those are, those are kind of your, your, your leaders in the clubhouse. Um, fontana uh, you know. is it is it uh what mac well yeah. wants to lose well uh i think jacori love and and some people like that or even joseph vick from center going to have something do, to say yeah. about that um easton rose the quarterback of pleasant hills really good uh so yeah there's a, there's a lot of really good players out there uh you know that that are going to be uh put sean carroll at uh that things he, That'd be up
0: for oh no sorry that would be uh, yeah fontana
1: yeah F- fontana um so, yeah, there's a the tailback at Odessa, I think, is is uh, going into last week had more yards than Malik Oadis. I think he was sitting at about 1,600. Malik wow. might have caught him. <laughs> I had to check and see. I'll be doing – I'm working on that right now. And, we, and,
0: you're talking about total yards. Malik catches, you know, a lot of passes too. He he hasn't as much this year. They're, they've been getting the ball to him.
1: They're just straight-handed off to him. They've had a younger quarterback, so it hasn't been quite as easy to get him the ball. Um, that, a good young quarterback, that sophomore, I think is going to be a really good player. Yeah. Uh, but But, you know, he's hurt right now, and I'm not sure if he's playing this week, but, you know – Malik's, you know, if he gets a 10th and 11th game, he could be sitting 23, 24, 2,500 yards, <laughs> depending yeah. on where he's at. So, no, it's, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting there. The the Buchanan is, I can give you 15 guys who are all worthy that no. you can't. Edric Hill, P.J. Blows. out of from North Kansas City, Caden Green from Lee Summit North.
0: Um, Liberty North. Uh, Liberty linebacker. North,
1: Melvin Laster, who won it last year. I mean, yeah, you a know, I, as a sophomore. Uh, Zach Darsh, the linebacker from linebacker slash quarterback from Blue Valley West. West. I mean, there's a lot of guys out there who can who can win that award. Um, You know, I think you know you look at the Bell, uh, the BB kid from Piper is one to to keep an eye on. Uh, I think
0: uh, I know the BB family. I believe it's the
1: final BB. (laughs) It is the final BB. It's the the fourth fourth and last one. So yeah, those are the guys there. And then receiver, I don't know. Take your pick. Yeah, I, I remember it's been six seven years ago where it was like we had one guy with like 900 yards and we're like, oh, okay, I guess he's going to win the receiver. And this year it's like, which power five yeah. recruit do you want to, you want to look at, yeah. you know, or just a guy or, you know, or, or you know, a leading receiver for meage. age. Um, his name's escaping me. Cobbich really, is really, yeah, Cobbitch, Cobbitch, yeah. 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 He's had a really good year. You know, Liberty north got a couple kids who are having good years. Uh, you know, the, the two Ray Peck kids, Manning from Lee summit. Uh, I mean, <laughs> pick who you want um mm. for that award so all those awards and we're gonna really start heating that up here uh starting this week with some more stuff on the smoney side and of course our side as well but uh no it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun run down the stretch here
0: can't wait all right final week of the regular season coming up in kansas and missouri then we start playoffs next week and start yes. chopping those fields in half and win or go home time
1: well and i get to get out of the office a little more and go to games oh so, so. cooler weather although friday
0: it's gonna be back to 80. <laughs> Think about things here.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, he had practice on Monday and Tuesday. It was chilly, but uh, yeah. by, the, by the weekend, it's going to be nice and warm. So,
0: yeah. no, looking forward to it. It's going to be a great week. All right, Dion. appreciate the time. Thanks to you for watching as well. will see you next time right here on Snap Tackle Pod.